So the big question is this, how do you lose all the weight that you want and actually keep it off for the rest of your life while trying to make sense of all the noise that comes from the weight loss industry? That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. G'day guys and welcome to the next episode of the Weight Loss Secrets Podcast. My name is Baron Grant and I'm wrapped to be with you for another day, another tip, another idea, something that's going to help you make changes in your life to get to where you want to be and stay there and feel healthy and happy for the rest of your life. That's what this is really all about and um, I hope that you've been able to take over the course of the other 100 episodes, you've been able to take something out of it to make changes in your life and that's what it's all about. Now today I thought long and hard about the topic of this podcast because I've become increasingly frustrated. I'm going to try really hard to not make this a rant because nobody wants to hear Baron just rant. But I've become increasingly frustrated by the stories that I hear from people over and over and over again on the calls that I do every single day um, with the things that they're advised to do when it comes to losing weight. It is absolutely maddening. And so I want to I want to sort of talk through that a little bit and unpack it a bit today. So normally I'd say there's here's three things to do this or five things to do that or a tip on this, but I'm talking probably a little bit more broad at the moment. And it really comes down to the advice that you're getting from medical professionals. And so it it is a real concern to me some of the advice that I hear, and I want to share some of those. Um, uh, I guess, trends that I see and specific circumstances of people that I've been talking to over the last few days in particular. And, and when we need to stop trusting that so-called medical advice or expert advice, because sometimes it's utter, utter garbage and it causes us way more problems than it ever should. Now, before I talk about it, I want to just say this. Almost everybody in Australia is overweight, 70%. I always talk about pretty much around 70%. They predict by 2025, 80% of Australia will be overweight. That's almost everybody. I'm using a broad term, but it's almost everybody in Australia is getting to the point of being overweight. And that is frightening in itself. But, But the thing is, we've now come to a place where everybody feels or many people feel they need a quick fix and some sort of a um, magical thing that's going to fix something or change something. And I wanna know why, why do we need something magical now that we didn't need 100 years ago? I'm talking about things like weight loss surgery, weight loss shakes, weight loss pills, and the list goes on. So the question at the top of this video or podcast, if you're listening as opposed to watching my face, is when should you stop trusting medical professions, professionals' advice to lose weight? My answer to that question before I give some reasons why is as soon as they recommend anything, anything that is not changes long-term to your food, with food, not with anything else. So full-on food changes, not replacements, not pills to replace food or anything like that. As soon as they stop recommending changes to your food, and as soon as they recommend anything else, that's where you should run for the hills because frankly, they are barking up the wrong tree if you want long-term sustainable weight loss. It's 
I won't say what I think. <laughs> you might think I have, but I haven't. I won't say what I think of people who do this, but they are ruining people um, because they're breaking them for the rest of their lives, both internally and they're also breaking them in their mindset. And so that's my little rant, but I want to talk some reasons why. Over the last few days, I've been talking to a few people actually about their weight loss surgeries that they'd had prior, and of course, they've put weight back on. And they've got to this place where they're really not happy with where they're at. And I might sort of go, oh, they put weight back on. I hear it every day, no exaggeration. Every day I'm talking to somebody who has lost a significant amount of weight on a weight loss surgery or whatever the thing they've used, and they've put it back on. Now, when we talk uh, surgeries, this lady that I was just talking to yesterday is now in a situation where she can only eat the tiniest of tiny meals. And then she feels really sick and she can't do anything. And she's had her, her weight loss surgery for quite a while now, but she can't eat barely anything. Um, and so she's at this point now where her body can't even break down the food right. She's full all the time. It feels She feels horrible. She's going back now for more things. They're, they've sort of admitted that there might be something not quite right. Um, but that when you go in and do invasive surgery and cut out somebody's stomach, there's going to be some problems down the track. And the reflux issues I hear, the infection issues, the, I could just tell you over and over again. We can't really judge someone's weight loss surgery until three, four, five years down the track. So if somebody you know has had weight loss surgery and they've lost a bunch of weight in the first year or so, that's great. But so what? It doesn't mean that much until you're in a process where you can keep it off. So I just have heard so many of these stories recently, but for this lady, it was coupled by advice she received from a dietitian. So I'm putting these medical professionals all in one, one thing. I think there's some good dietitians that can provide some great advice. I think there's some good doctors that can provide some great advice. But this is my point. When do you stop believing some of that advice? And I'll give you an example. This lady also went to a dietitian and that dietitian told her that what she should be eating for breakfast is a meal replacement shake. And if she wanted some faster weight loss, she'd be eating a meal replacement shake for breakfast, a meal replacement shake for lunch, and a meal replacement shake for dinner. This is a qualified you know, dietitian, right? And this is something that I hear all the time, that dietitians often, frequently, most times, in my experience talking with people who have been to visit dietitians, recommend weight loss shakes. Um, as a part of a healthy, and for those that can't see me, I'm doing obviously inverted commas, um, healthy weight loss regime. It is ridiculously stupid. It is never long-term. It is not well thought out. And if somebody who specializes in, is a dietitian, knows everything about food, is recommending to you that you should take weight loss shakes, it means they know nothing about food and they might know everything about food. Does that make sense? It's somebody who knows lots about food, but doesn't really know the impact of that food on people. When people take meal replacement shakes, all they're doing is reducing the calories that they're consuming in that meal. Sounds fair because we need to reduce the calories that we eat if we want to lose weight. So our body uses our fat stores as an energy source to make up this difference. So in theory, it's, it's fine. The problem is it's synthetic protein. It's a whole bunch of crap shoved into some powder, right? It can slow your digestive system because your body is not actually making any effort to you know, break up the food and whatever else. It, it, it creates a false economy because all you're doing is replacing this for this. And I'll give you an example for those that can see on my YouTube channel, for the other ones you have to just listen. But on the back of one of these weight loss shakes um, that I've got, it's got this 
um, <laughs> it's got this little sort of diagram for steady weight loss. You should have a weight loss shake at dinner, have a weight loss shake at breakfast, then you should eat some nuts, and then you should eat some lunch, which is looking like a beautiful salad, and then you should eat some snacks, which is you know some, some little um, vegetables that you should be eating. But what happens is when you replace these meals, so this, this weight loss shake might be 150 to 200 calories. There you go, 205 calories for this weight loss shake. You would normally eat in, in breakfast, you could eat 400 plus calories if you're eating food. Um, and then the, the, you know, for dinner, you might eat 600 calories or 500 calories. And so the problem is, if unless you understand the right foods um, to continue to eat that lower calorie, it has to come back on. It will always come back on because if you're just replacing food with a 200 calorie shake, at some point you're not going to stop. You're going to stop drinking the shakes because they're not very fun to have all the time. So will you lose some weight? Yep. Will it come back on? 100% absolutely every time, unless you completely change the food that you're eating. Right? It's also will slow the weight loss down when you're not having proper food. On the back of this, it says to do breakfast and dinner. That's a long period of time for your body to go without food. We know that when your body goes without food for a long period of time, it starts to hold on to more in the next meal and store it as fat as a protective mechanism because you're not having real food. This is not real food. Anything that can sit in your cupboard for ages on end has less nutrients than the food that goes off. And most food in a packet is product disguised as food, not food itself. And this is the problem of where we're at right now as a society. Most people we know are overweight because of the food that we've eaten over a long period of time. And because we've eaten that prepackaged, easy accessible food, we then want to find an easy way to take off the weight that we've gained because of eating food that's not really food. And we do this and then we lose weight and we put it back on. It's just, it's, these dietitians who are recommending um, weight loss shakes, it means they don't understand food correctly or they don't understand the impact of that food on someone's body and that they actually don't need weight loss shakes and they can still eat really low calorie food. What they don't understand or they fail to see is that there is amazing low calorie food that people can eat and still feel full. Because the premise of having a weight loss shake which contains synthetic protein is that you will fill up and you'll feel the protein, you know, it stops you feeling hungry. So that's the theory. But weight loss shakes will not get you there long term. And so my question at the start was, when do you stop trusting your medical professional? As soon as they recommend anything, anything that is not changes to your food, food changes for food changes, not food changes for shakes. As soon as they don't recommend that, it's time to run. So I'm to run and not trust them with that part of what they do anymore. Because pills, not available 200 years ago, right? And the, the amount of people overweight 200 years ago, significantly less than now. Why do we need a fancy thing? We don't, we, need, we, we just need good food every day. Just need good food. My son is living in Cambodia at the moment doing some missionary work. He's over there for a couple of years. And he, he sends photos all the time, not once, not once have I seen an overweight Cambodian. Not once. I'm sure there is some, but the percentage is very low, clearly. And it's because they don't eat so much garbage that we eat here that's not real food. So they don't need miracle fixes to undo it because they're just eating good food. Nobody needs miracle fixes. 
So if you go to see your doctor and they say, I think you should have Sixanda, Metformin, Ozempic, weight loss surgery, um, whatever else, you, the list goes on, a balloon in your stomach, you know, because you put a balloon down now and that fills up your stomach for you, or you, you're going to cut it off and that's going to fill up your stomach for you faster and tell your brain that you're full. All that stuff is where you should turn and run the other way. Because everything we need to lose weight is at your local Coles or Woolies. It's all there, right? It is all there. So just go there and get the food that you need. Now, it can be hard sometimes to figure out what that is, but you certainly don't need anything synthetic. You don't need any weight loss shakes. You don't need any pills, any potions, nothing. What you need is good, clean, correct food that's at Coles and Woolies. And you, you know, I have a program where I help people, but doesn't even need to do that. I, I spoke to a lady the other day, lost 15 kilos just listening to the podcast. So you just got to make sensible, realistic changes. The other big challenge with shakes that are prescribed often by dietitians is that these shakes, um, they don't change the habits that you've created around food. That's the, that's the big piece of this puzzle. It's, we eat for so many different reasons. We eat because we're grumpy, frustrated, happy, sad, bored, whatever else. Um, we will eat for heaps of different reasons. The problem is we have to change the way that we eat. Getting to 100 kilos or 150 kilos, it's us. We've done it. We've created it. It's all us. It's not anything else. That's why we don't need anything magical to get it off again. Nothing revolutionary to put it on. Just bad food, generally, or the wrong food. So to get it off, we don't need anything magical. And you have to change your habits. Things like weight loss shakes, you cannot change habits because you're just replacing. You're not learning the right foods to eat for breakfast, learning the right foods to eat for lunch or dinner. You're just replacing it with a synthetic protein that you'll get sick of. And then what will you do? Go on back and eat your crumpets for breakfast and your, or your wheat bix or your Nutri-Grain or whatever it is that you've always had for years to get to the point where you're at right now. So, my message for today is I could probably talk about this stuff for hours. My message for today is that there's a point we, where people actually don't know what they don't know. I think doctors know their thing that they've learned, that they know. And that is not how to lose weight. It just doesn't sit in their wheelhouse. But I tell you what does, $20,000 operations that then wreck people more later on in life because the weight comes back on and then they think they're broken. So if you want good advice, you, they're probably not the people to go to in most situations, but if you've got a sore throat and you need some antibiotics to fix your sore throat, probably not a bad option. It's about understanding who has the right advice on different things. And I think we get caught up. If, if they've not helped people lose weight, they don't really know. So. For me, think about how, um, how much you trust people. Just because they're a doctor, it doesn't mean they've got the best advice in the world. And when it comes to weight loss, anybody who is recommending anything that is not food and exercise changes in your life, it's the wrong path to go down. That might sound really harsh, and I'm sure people will get upset about it, and that's okay. <laughs> I think I'm past that point of worrying anymore. When I first started the podcast, I actually used to go, oh, what if I say this? Someone's going to get upset. Someone's going to... Whatever. I've literally helped thousands of people on the journey to lose weight. And as soon as you make really positive changes to your food, the weight falls off. 
If it's 30 kilos, 20 kilos, 100 kilos, the process is still the same. You have to make good decisions about your food no matter the situation you're in and you will get to where you wanna be, no problems. You don't need any shakes, any pills, any potions, any external thing going into your stomach or cutting out your stomach to get there. And in fact, you should run away from anybody who prescribes any of that to you because they don't know what they're talking about. They will bust you more so than they will actually fix you. That's my thoughts for today. And it's just come off the back of talking to too many people about some horrible, horrible experiences. One was near fatal experience because of her weight loss surgery. And that's where I, you know, why I wanted to share that today. But whether it's with me, whether it's with someone else, it doesn't matter. When you make good, healthy changes to your food, you'll get to where you want to be. But if you're doing some help on the journey, um, then you can visit my website, book a call, we'll have a chat and see if I'm the guy to help you on the journey. But I wish you all the best. Make good decisions. Food is the change that you need to make, not adding, adding anything else in. Just eat good food and move and you'll be okay. Have an awesome day. Thank you.